You put your fishbowl in, you put your fishbowl out, whatever! Welcome to chapter 177 of Bob's Fishbowl. I'm Bob, over there, my extra-dimensional fish bee. In the fishbowl tonight, my biggest mistake, LeBron's beard and a politician finally gets all Pornhub with it. But first, I've been asked lately, since I'm not really engaging in social media at all, especially pictures of myself, I just don't do them, how I would describe my look lately, how I would, since I've gone now months and months and months without a haircut, it's starting to really become kind of this curly, it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. The only person who likes it is my mother, who I think wants me to stay single for the rest of my life. I would describe it as this. Uh, imagine a mop and a Q-tip were running a devil's triangle on a comet. That's kind of these blonde locks with the palest skin in all of Spokanistan. I, I, would, I can say with a lot of confidence, I look like a mop and a Q-tip ran a devil's triangle on a, on a comet. It's, uh, it's not a good look for anybody. It's, no, Fishby, it doesn't look good, man. It doesn't, no. Just, you, you and my mom, apparently, are the, are the only ones. So, My grandma thinks it looks terrible, by the way. And she, she should know because she's old. She, she thinks by far away. Oh, breaking news. Alabama Senate passes the most restrictive abortion laws in the country, essentially outlying abortion, daring the Supreme Court to readdress Roe v. Wade. That's the, that's, the, that's the breaking news as of this evening. Let's get to the fishbowl, shall we? It literally just crossed. Like it, like it, you know, I'm recording. On the computer, I'm recording. It just, it just crossed. Question one. Can you explain the Don Trump Jr. testimony deal? Now, this is, I can, but bear with me here because this is tricky. This involves numbers. And, and, you're, and this reminds me a lot of being in Mexico when I got locked in a garage for 45 minutes because I couldn't master three doors, six locks, four keys. It didn't, didn't compute to me. This Don Trump Jr. thing is kind of the same thing. So he's no longer fighting the subpoena. He's agreed to testify in June. Unfortunately for all of us, it's going to be closed-door testimony, which means we're not going to get to watch the president's son squirm. But it's only going to be for two to four hours, not a long time, and it will only engage in five to six topics. So sometime in June, two to four hours, five to six topics. You see how I get confused. There were three doors, six locks, and four keys. How, how, it's a miracle. It only took me 45 minutes to get out of that garage. It's, it's a miracle I can explain this Don Trump Jr. testimony at all. Is LeBron James' beard stupid? Is his, um, See, now I'm biased here. I'm biased because I can't grow a beard, which, which makes me slightly jealous of everyone that has a beard. But no, I, I, I think LeBron's beard looks ridiculous. It looks utterly and totally ridiculous. It doesn't look like, like he wants to be 
Oprah one day, right? Like like LeBron James, like he wants to he wants to own a team and he wants to be his own media empire. I don't think you can get there with that beard. I know this is low-hanging fruit and I wish I could come up with a better analogy, but but it's trimmed. It's groomed like that, and I don't think it looks like an animal at all, and unfortunately, I don't want, but it, lo- it looks like uh, he was, uh, he was he's, he's trying to hide on like a 70s adult film set, or his job was, was to clean up the 70s adult film set, and, and he started with a clean-shaven face, and, and I'm not sure what he used to get, to get, to get, to get old sticky cheek, old sticky cheek, as no one calls it except for, uh, as no one calls it, you get old sticky cheek, and then, and then, and then he just, he, he cleaned, I don't, it doesn't look good, man. Like, like, I, I don't know, again, I'm biased, another subject, another, you know, great. I mean, he's LeBron James. He's a hell of a basketball player. One of the worst beards of all time. There's no way that history can look back kindly upon that thing. There's no way. Not that history will look back kindly. But again, I'm criticizing someone's beard, and I describe my look at the top of a mop and a Q-tip running a devil's triangle on a comet. So... I should probably, uh, I should probably, probably not speak. Next question. Would you have volunteered on Chernobyl? Is everybody watching this HBO miniseries? There's only been two episodes. I believe there's going to be four. It's a miniseries. I think so. I don't know for sure. Four seems appropriate, but... Every miniseries award at the Emmys, go ahead and just give it to Chernobyl. This show is amazing, and I'm not really worried about spoilers here because we're talking about historical events, but at one time during the Chernobyl meltdown, uh, they needed three factory workers to volunteer to dive into these way radioactive. I mean, they just had a meltdown at fucking Chernobyl, for God's sake. These people, to basically, to save the lives of millions, they'd be dead within a week, but to go and open up these water valves underneath the reactor, sacrificing your life. A true Jesus-like gesture. so, So the question is, uh, would I have volunteered on Chernobyl? This is so weird. You know I have a death wish, and you know I don't think very highly of myself. And I'm on the record that if anyone needs a kidney, whether it's whether it's Selena Gomez again or whoever, just just whoever needs a kidney, let me know. And I have two. They're probably both barely working, but you're you're well you're welcome to that spare tire. Um, but as I watched this thing last night, I honestly thought, and usually I would be, yeah, sure, who cares? But as I watched it, I don't know if I, like, I don't know, like, I I would volunteer to play Russian roulette before I volunteered to be like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I wish... I wish I had a better answer, and I, and I wish I was, uh, you know, could get all biblical and be all Joshua 1-9, strong and courageous on that ass, but uh, a lot of people don't go biblical references into on that ass, but I just did. 
Um, all right, yeah, I don't. I, I guess we were talking about Jesus. Can we just move on, please? Can we just move on? Thank you, Fishby. Thank you. If I, Robin, but what would you do? I'm sorry, I'm trying to move on. If you were, if you were, you had to be one of three divers to save millions. Of, of course, you would do it. You're a, you're a better, you're a better person than me. If next question. If a Robin Williams interview is Howard Stern's biggest mistake, what's yours? Well, Howard Stern's uh, new book is out today, Howard Stern Comes Again. Uh, You know how I love Howard Stern, as I think just just, just about everyone that came up kind of... uh, in, in personality radio, kind of kind of the wave after, or a few waves, I guess. But uh, anyway, in the in in the penumbra, in the in, definitely in the shower, in the in the the shadow, and potentially the shower of uh, of Howard Stern. He 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 was giving interviews to promote his book and said his biggest mistake was was, was this interview he completely took in the wrong direction with Robin Williams. He finally got his number to apologize. He didn't call Robin Williams after getting his number. And uh, Robin Williams uh, got the news that he had uh, passed away the next day. Unfortunately, my news doesn't involve uh, Howard Stern or Robin Williams in terms of, in terms of my biggest mistake. But this is... Ho- in, in terms of on air... I can't imagine making a bigger mistake than this. Uh, this was bad. This this was bad. This was at a radio station in Seattle, and I know that's true because I believe it's still on their fucking Wikipedia page. So I literally can't run this down. I can't. I cannot escape this fact. So I don't. I don't know why I'm. Uh, I'm being. I'm being so bashful about it. But I did, I did a horrible, horrible, horrible thing on the radio one day, and I still feel horrible about it. I do believe there were mitigating circumstances, but still, there's really, there's really no defense. So let me tell you what I did. And for those of you that have followed this show for a while now, you know how I feel about treating people right. You know how I feel about treating people with respect. You know how I feel about bullies. You know how I feel about violence. You know how I feel about guns. You, you know how I feel about all this stuff. Yet this completely goes against everything I stand for, but that's why it's such a huge mistake, because it goes against everything I stand for. This was a while back now. I don't even... I don't even want to reveal the. It's, this is like this is like a decade ago now. But before there was a school shooting, like every single week, when like a school shooting was, you know, bigger news than it is now, unfortunately. But I believe it was upstate New York, and it was a. Uh, an Amish school and an Amish kid went into the school and, and one of those is kind of how you would imagine an Amish school. There's not that many Amish kids. This may have been in Pennsylvania, but I think it was upstate New York. Just one room schoolhouse, all uh, 1800s, all, uh, all things Amish. And, and, and there, there, there's, there's, so, so this kid goes into the school and people ending up dying like students in the school. And, and for some reason, 
when I was reporting this story, uh, underneath the story, as I was reporting it, I was, and I'm a big Weird Al fan, and I'm always looking for an excuse to play Weird Al, right? But I was, um, remember how Weird Al did, uh, did the cover of Coolio's uh, Gangsta Paradise with Amish Paradise? Yeah, I was, people died, and I was playing that underneath while I was reporting the news story. I was playing Weird Al Amish Paradise underneath a fucking story about people dying in a fucking Amish school. That's not good. That's not good. You can tell it's a, li- it's a little sensitive. Here, I believe, are the mitigating circumstances. I have a history of mental health issues and substance abuse, and I don't know what was going on with me on that day, but I clearly, clearly, clearly was not thinking at my best. Whatever what was going on in my brain, I was clearly not at my best. And I had just started. This was a radio station I I had been at, uh, was told uh, to go away, had gone away, was doing radio someplace else very happily, and then and then and then was lured back. Uh, and when I was lured back, I'd like just started with like it was like the same station, but it was like a new boss. And the new boss says to me in, in, in the elevator that, that since thank goodness that I'm there now, and this is this was before I did the horrible shit on the radio, before I played the, the Amish Paradise, at least at least I can be confident knowing that I have one day part that's gonna consistently act in poor taste. And I was just such a people pleaser. I just wanted to do a good job so bad I didn't know what that meant, but I knew playing Amish Paradise underneath this shit was important. But still it's on me. I can't, I can't blame this on anyone else, but those are just slightly, not excuses, just slight mitigating circumstances. But I got, that, that's the worst I've ever done. And again, that's, um, I didn't get suspended or anything. I didn't, you know, I didn't lose any pay over the thing, but, but still it was, um, I mean, not only, not only was it not my finest hour, it's, it's one of my worst I've done I've done some other bad things, but but luckily most of those were on stages where recording equipment wasn't wasn't present. So we all lucked out there. If I had to live down everything I've ever said my entire life, it, it's a it's a miracle that really, of everything I ever said during the course of my radio career, that's the only thing that follows me around still. Yo, it's me, Fish B. What up, Fish B? Yeah, we, we know it's you. We heard your name in the question. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Don't do it. A Danish politician is putting ads on Pornhub. When are you going to do something smart like that? Always always insulting me, Fish B. And here I am. I'm, I'm in a fragile, emotional state. It's halftime of Golden State in Portland. We're just, we're just trying to do the best show we can. When am I going if, to... If we... Well, even if we had the budget, we probably wouldn't advertise on Pornhub. But this Danish politician, this guy's got it. Is he, is he some right-winger? Is he some... I don't know what no one knows. We don't know. We don't know his story. We just... We just you just saw the headline. Really, there's no other details. You have nothing. That's all you know. It's a Danish politician placed ads on YouTube. Wait, we're on Pornhub. Way to go, Fishby. Way to go. 
Really, uh, really hit that one out of the park. Let's move on. How is the new movie for senior citizens? Palms. P-O-M-S. Palms. Well, I haven't seen the new movie for Senior Citizens, starring Diane Keaton and Ree Perlman in the cheerleading comedy about senior citizens, Palms, but my parents went and saw it today, and they said there were a whole bunch of gray-haired people in the theater, and they said, you know, for what it was, a movie for old people, it wasn't bad. Ladies and gentlemen, Palms. Dear Uncle Bob, before you forget, doesn't this show need a co-host? What are you suggesting, Fishby? That that you're not up to the challenge? That my magic, extra-dimensional, quasi-talking fishbowl might not be up to the task? That's that's crazy. That's um, in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show, this show needs 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 a co-host. But who exactly should that be? Is is the concern? I have a few people in mind. The problem is none of them live in Spokangeles. So 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 that's 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 a big issue there. And as soon as we hand this show over and because I, I do believe we I mean other people believe me as we go forward into the summer and there are future incarnations of the show as, as we grow and evolve in advance believe me just me and fish B is not is not the destination here that's not where we're going so yes there there are plans in the works to add other voices other things we we will we will get there but all things and all things in due time my friend but in, ter- in terms of like seriously, just like hiring a co-host, like like having a co-host every day, the only thing that makes me nervous about that, as someone that, that, that just about everything in life that could that one could acquire and then one can have taken away from them, uh, that that's been the course of my life so far. And so, if I am going to devote all my time and energy to a singular creative project in the name of being the MVP of Team U. We just want to be the best for you. I'm going to make damn sure I don't wake up one day and I don't just lose it. Like, because the co-host, because then someone can quit on any given day. Someone can quit. Someone can die. Someone can move. Someone can, you know, decide they don't want to do it anymore. And then what? And then and then you lose and then you start over. I don't I don't so that's that's, that's why I like hanging out with me and Fish V. You know, he's 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 battery powered, but I know a lot of girls with battery powered boyfriends that don't think they're getting the uh the uh the raw end of the stick. Thank you, Fish B. Good catch. Good catch. Is Beto's presidential campaign already over? Is is Beto is, He's rebooting. He's resetting. I'm not sure what Beto is doing. He's one of 22 Democratic candidates now. Please don't make it 23, Bill de Blasio. Please, we beg Bill de Blasio. Don't do it, Bill de Blasio. Sorry, it's just fun. It's my, it's my favorite thing to say. De Blasio should be, should be a sweat. Like, de Blasio is more fun to say than fuck. 
Like, like they should, like, like the Blasio should be a curse word because for me, sometimes I get so frustrated. Like when I stub a toe or mostly when I see myself in the mirror, I'm like, what the fuck? But then, but then, but then, but then that wasn't enough for the way I like to curse. And so then I coined the phrase, what in the fuckity fuck? For those times when one fuck simply isn't enough, but even more fun and stress relieving to say than fuck, I think is de Blasio. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, was there a question? Is Beto's presidential campaign already over? Yes. Oh yeah, Beto. Uh, he's one in 22. There, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no beat meat on those bones. There's, there's no policy there. What is, what is Beto doing? What is it? What is he talking about now? He, I mean, I like the way he talks. I like that he skateboards. I like, I like that. I like that he married well. I mean, these, these are all great things. These are all great things for a human being to do. But yeah, I don't. I mean, the good news is, I mean, the first debate is like a little under a month away now. No one is voting for like another eight months. There's plenty of time for Beto to reset. Question is, does anyone care anymore? Eh? Last question, as always, is Isaiah's, our nine-year-old executive producer, who will be here exactly three weeks from today. We'll be meeting him in Phoenix. Uh, he writes, uh, who the hell is Steve Bullock? That's, that's a good question for a nine-year-old. Try to try to watch the language, please, even though I'm your dad. De Blasio! What is, um... What was the question? Sorry, I just, I yelled de Blasio. I get distracted. Who the hell is Steve Bullock? No relation to uh, Sandra Bullock. I didn't even know who Steve Bullock was. He's the Democratic mayor of Montana, which apparently is impressive because Montana went for Trump by over 20 points, yet they elected this Democrat. So that, that, that's a good thing. But he's, well, he's running for president. He's one of 22. But who is he? Who, who is this fella, and what makes him think he has a chance to be president? I don't know why Montana governors do this. They did this last cycle, too. Brian Schweitzer, anyone remember him? No, you don't. He's the last governor of Mexico, who, or governor of Montana. It'd be cool if he was from Mexico. He, but he's also the last governor of Montana who talked about running for, for president, and, and nothing ever comes of it because they're the governors of Montana. I live on, I live like a half hour away from, from the Idaho panhandle. I could get in the car now, and I could be in Montana. I haven't gone in forever, but I think I could get there in like under 75 minutes. And I don't know who the governor, and I follow politics very closely. Before he announced he was running for president, I still thought the mayor of Montana was Brian Schweitzer. Who is this Steve Bullock person? I don't know, and, and so I, I don't think he's going to be president. And so with that, my friends, put a lid on the fishbowl. Thank you, everyone. If you want to write a question, find us on social media, or you can text me. I don't encourage you to look for my number online, but, you know, if you know me close, you can text me. Paleta Bola de Fuego, our grand finale, which, of course, translates to the Paddle ball of fire. San Francisco has become the first U.S. city to ban facial recognition technology to be used by law enforcement. Way to go, San Francisco, the birthplace of this guy. Rapper and face tattoo enthusiast, the game has a bulletproof sneaker locker at his house, and I think that's kind of cool. Chick-fil-A is imagining a menu of vegan options. 
which is weird because to me, chicken is kind of like a vegan option, but let's just take a moment and imagine like Chick-fil-A. They already have a vegan option. They're, they're, they're called the waffle fries. Isn't that a, biscuits? Like, anyway, Japan is now testing a bullet train that goes 249 miles per hour. We can't, we can't even make our airports work right. We can't even, uh, I mean, seriously, our infrastructure is, is, is crumbling at every turn. And yet, yet here is Japan lapping us again on the old bullet train, 249 miles per hour. If you're, if you're in New England, it's a big fucking deal. If you, don't, if you don't have to take the T, if you can take the Amtrak, if you can take the Amtrak from Providence to Boston and back, you're doing great. You're doing great if you can take the Amtrak. Meanwhile, Japan now testing another 249 miles per hour this bullet train. Unbelievable. The first NBA draft pick. They did the lottery tonight. Everyone knows it's going to be Zion Williamson. Where's he going? Well, now things get interesting. The New Orleans Pelicans. What will they do with Anthony Davis? The unibrow. But the New Orleans Pelicans get the first NBA draft pick. And with that, my friends, I'm going to go watch the second half of the uh, Warriors Blazers. We'll see what happens in the Battle of the Curry Brothers. We'll be back tomorrow for Chapter 178, I think, assuming things uh, continue to go all right. Until manana, life is short. Be good to each other. Remember, I love you.